Welcome to Goy Fire. This is our 44th show. We are a white nationalist podcast. We also have a website at govnn.com. Should you like to check out on events there? We have a list of topics tonight. The new SA cameras catch zany TNB on tape. Michigan repeals quotas for non-whites. Blacks urge to kill whites in Botswana. Horst Mahler sent to jail. Germar Rudolph brought up on Holocaust denial. SPLC attacks Kevin McDonald, Professor Kevin McDonald. And George Soros, along with other NGOs active in Latvia. Turning to our top story tonight, cameras in South Africa catch zany behavior on tape. I have a quote here from an article. On the sixth floor of the Carlton Center, a team of incident analysts sits before a bank of screens following the events as they unfold. The rape has been caught on film by one of the 176 <laughs> surveillance cameras dotted around the CBD. Fortunately, it's too late to come to one of the victims' rescue. Quote, the cops were busy with another rape somewhere else. It was just one of those nights. We had two rapes in one night, explains Maurice Cordum, operations director at the center. Uh, <laughs> Listen to this, some of this. The interview, the, the weekly wail and grunting. And what, what is this from? Which blog is this from? This is from uh, South Africa sucks.blogspot.com. Oh, this isn't even why South Africa's crap blogspot. This is South Africa sucks blog. So there's more <laughs> than one because they're just are there. Believe me, there's too many stories for any one blog to cover in this uh, hellbound nation with a tiny and, and dwindling white minority. Uh, they, listen to this. They interviewed the operators of CCTV cameras monitoring the crime-ridden streets of downtown Johannesburg. The operators share some mind-blowing tales of new South African, new South African, that's a code for nigger, perversions detailing how a simian attempts to have sex with a dog but backs off when the canine gets all hard to get on him. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a male dog, too. I guess he's going to go down low on the, this bull mastiff. You know what a bull mastiff is a cross between a bulldog and a mastiff? They're massive animals, 130 pounds. Oh, yeah. Niggers having trouble getting down low on him. That's sordider than anything of which I've ever heard. <laughs> Said he was Natalie dressed in cream cream pants and a and a collared yellow t-shirt. Dogs all hard to get. I hate when they do that. Yeah, you're all giving them a biscuit and they're all not even. <laughs> I don't should stoop so low. Don't growl at me like that, motherfucker. <laughs> So this is this is the guy writing, and I don't know who writes South Africa sucks, but uh, what the fuck is it with these blacks trying to have intercourse with chickens, dogs, sheep, goats, babies, shop mannequins, holes in the ground? <laughs> if they're that desperate, why don't they just bloody well masturbate or hire a prostitute? Of course, they also do that in, in, in great numbers, and that's how they they claim that uh, AIDS was spread there. A lot of it's just South Africa there. making great social strides since they got their freedom. Yeah, how come you don't read any of this in your paper, Craig? 
Well, they don't, they don't do, like to do, talk about these kind of things. Craig, I know you're as old as I am. Uh, you remember the 80s and how they used to write about, oh, we got to sanction South Africa or horrible things yeah. will happen because white people are in control. we got to get rid of it. we got to yeah. bring majority rule and democracy. And now mm-hmm. it's total crickets as far yeah, as Yeah, and curiosity of all, it turns out the Jews were promoting a lot of that down there too. The and communist we wouldn't Jews. Know about, Sure, Joe Slovo, the main was a Lithuanian right. Jew, was the yeah. main uh, white, I think, theoretician and, and practical organizer of the uh, of the commies there and the ANC. And uh, we wouldn't know any of this, of course, if it weren't for the internet and for for blogs and people writing the truth, because you you can't get it in a South African paper. This is what it means to have niggers in control of an area. Yeah, well, this is apparently a crime-fighting initiative which uh, led to the installation of 176 surveillance cameras. Now, these are special cameras equipped with 300-millimeter <laughs> lenses. With MIG vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, but they're actuated like a, a voice-actuated tape recorder. When you start talking, it clicks on. Whenever they pick up a nigger, someone's <laughs> more polygynous than a certain degree, they click on and start recording because they know something freaky is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whenever they pick up unusual signs of activity among the chickens, you know, like they're supposedly, they, they feel thunderstorms coming on. Well, they also feel niggers coming towards them. <laughs> they know what that nigger's got in mind. Oh, first he's going to fuck me, then he's going to eat me. Ow, sex machine! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted on the forum this week uh, the stupidest robbers have, and they got this American nigger, and he busts into like a 7-Eleven or something, and so he comes in through the ceiling. Uh, first to climb up to the, to the roof, he falls down, and he just lies there for a few seconds. You know, he's kind of stunned, like he hit a chicken on the head or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes caving through the roof of the 7-Eleven. Same thing. He just kind of lays there after a little bounce and just lays there, oh. recovers for three or four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that done stun my shit and shit. <laughs> Paced himself. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be the chronic aisle at, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I saw another. Uh, I, if you want to see a documentary about coons, uh, it's not advertised as such, but uh, Friday with uh, Ice Ice Cube, I think it is, one of those ice fuckers. That, uh, perfect documentary of what niggers would do if they won the lottery, just sit around smoking pot. And, and being coons, but another good one is uh, they got uh, a Method Man and uh, Red or something, like some couple of rap going to Harvard. This was a few years ago, and I just saw it the other day. Um, and uh, just might as well be a documentary on on what niggers would do when placed in various human situations. But uh, yeah, well, one yeah. of the incident analysis is quoted here: "You know, America is funny as home videos." That's nothing compared to what we have here, up in here, says Cordo. <laughs> we watch a video of a man who smashes a Forshini display window and robs the store of its fully clothed mannequins while masturbating. Ow! Sex machine! Sexy. <laughs> hey, this is an interesting thing that... Listen to what this guy says. During my sin in the SADF, which is, I guess, South African Defense Force, it was a well-known fact that something called blue vitriol, blue stone, was added to our food to calm the raging hormones and lower the sex drive. Interesting. Here, so they've they, they seen men dig holes in the ground to have sex with them. They must have a cantaloupe shortage down there in South Africa. <laughs> God. How do yeah. you dig a hole in the ground to have sex with? Ow! Sex machine! 
If, I'm, I just want to reiterate, that is a direct quote. Quote, yeah. we've seen men dig holes in the ground to have sex with them. It's amazing what people will do when they think no one is watching. <laughs> people are <Yeah>. niggers. <laughs> I think he means niggers. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> There's a moon out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and these people are in control of the country. I, I think Dude, Muhammad Ali has, <laughs> has, has mentioned this before. We got the this smarter niggers. Great stuff. <laughs> Listen to this. Dressed in smart cream pants and a collared yellow T-shirt, the man saunters up to the sleeping dog and nudges it with his foot. He then bends down to stroke the dog's penis. When the dog finally stands up, the man unzips his pants and tries to mount the bull mastiff by lifting its hind legs. He's going to wheelbarrow fuck this goddamn dog. In the ass. The dog snaps at him. The man sulkily walks away. Ow! Sex machine! <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Even a dog won't fuck a nigger. <laughs> the dog was playing hot up and shit. <laughs> it's really a, quite a sad story. There, there should be a Negro spiritual written about that one. And these niggers Maybe are some Stephen Foster. <laughs> we let these niggers walk around like they're humans. Yeah. Not a big game. Yeah, thanks to Franz Boas and, and all the Jews and the race Blasian. doesn't exist. Yeah, well, niggers trying to fuck dogs does exist. And we've got it on tape. Uh, yeah. And let me tell you, I, I saw something on TV the other day. It was uh, something that caught my eye. It was uh, in Britain showing the video cameras there. And, I mean, they're like flies on a on a turd. I mean, they're, there's just, let's imagine a, a street pole and just camera, camera, camera. There's like, you know, ten cameras all pointing at different angles on this thing. I mean, my God, that country is messed up. Not to change from South Africa, but uh, it makes me wonder if it's like that down there, too. Although it's certainly not doing any good stopping the, the nigger crime. <laughs> it's just doing a good uh, job of chronicling it. Faithful recording, yeah. And this, yeah. this is what it's come to. And again, we always make the point here that all this stuff is connected because it springs from the same cause, the Jews trying to destroy our race using blacks. And we're... What you see in America is bad enough, but in South Africa, blacks are, you know, basically 90% plus of the population. So the the human element can do nothing but hunker down behind uh, uh, cement walls. And even then, it still gets molested and killed. And this is the future for whites everywhere unless they band together and fight back. Yeah, everywhere and means the whole planet, by the way. It, it really does, because the same global agenda is being pursued, as we'll talk about later in this school. Boy, Firewood, the Jews are trying to prevent people from the kind of comments we've just been making. They don't want you to be able to say that in America. They want it to be illegal. I don't think this is really an acceptable kind of talk, so I'm going to ask John to tone it down a little bit and maybe uh, move on to a different subject. And uh, I think we uh, we also have somebody from the radio network who wants to come on here and and, uh, and put in his two cents worth. Who's there? Yeah, Kevin, uh, John Statmiller here. Hey, hi, John. How are you doing? Well, we're, we're doing pretty well. Uh, Mr. Kaminsky. Hi, hi, John. How are you doing? Pretty good, sir. Hey, uh, look, I have stayed off of the radar scope of the American Defamation League, or the ADL, simply because I do not slam Jewry. And they've now got a new Democratic Congress, and so you can bet that they're going to reintroduce their hate bill that's only failed the last few years by a, a few votes because some of the Republicans still retain a vestigial attachment to the First Amendment. But on everything else, you know, they're total Jew suck poops. 
So uh, they would want they would want to claim, oh, you're exposing minorities to uh, to hatred and hostility because of your comments, and haul you up before a court and fine you and stick you in jail for the kind of things we've been saying. You know, the niggers free to go fuck dogs and 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 to rape and rob and murder, but if you talk about it, you're the real problem. People. And one way they can do that is to, you know, slice and dice the First Amendment the way they do. Uh, you know, it's quite obvious you can't yell fire in a crowded theater or you can't sure. use fighting words. And they can just incrementally or algorithmically reduce it one, one further level and say, just as they did with hate crimes, yep. this is hate speech. This is not really what the founders meant. Yeah, that's exactly exactly right. And we, we've we uh, uh, mentioned in David Irving's Uprising, which I've been reading, maybe some of you have read that. That's his story of the uh, revolt against the Jew communist in Hungary last century in about 1956, well, one of the uh, Jew communists who took over, he called it, what, the salami taxes or something, just bit by bit they chop it up. They started chopping by, oh, commercial speech isn't free speech. So they, they removed your ability to say, and they removed your legal right to associate with whom you want and forced you to employ or hire who they want, and thus you can't have any reference to race and classified ads. And then... Uh, Next step is create the bogus concept of hate crimes, is to criminalize uh, heresy or, or any speech that they don't like by calling it hate, and then move to outlaw that. And they have outlawed that in most of Europe and in Australia and in Canada, as we've seen with Tom Winicky. And they'd like to do that here. And so, yeah, bit by bit, they, they, they chop the salami up. And, uh, <clears throat> no, it's not against the law. They, they just vilify you for speaking to facts. Yeah, right now it's technically it's right now it is not against the law to describe minorities and their crimes. The Jews, through their media, like to pretend that it's against the law as a preparation, as pre preparatory to making it against the law. But it is not illegal to criticize minorities and cite crime statistics, much as the Jews would like to make it so. And you got to ask yourself, what what end can a people possibly one race possibly have in mind for another if it forbids it talking about what a third race? Is being used to do to the second race. The Jews are using the blacks to destroy us, and they want to prevent us from talking about it. That makes it triply important that we do talk about it, and we understand the, 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 the cause behind our problems. And every major social problem in America, and indeed most of the world, has a Jewish origin. It's and that not just sounds... the gross. There's there, a the whole phalanx they have against us, Alex. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's the, well, the fag The fags are another element I've been writing a lot about lately, just because it's... Uh, They've been publishing a lot of stuff in the Truman paper, and you know, people are the, the the one queer writes, oh, they're misusing the term gay. Well, how did you guys use the term gay in the first place? There's nothing gay about homosexuals, you know, spreading disease and through anonymous blowjobs in bathhouses, mm -hmm. fucking men up the. What's gay? What's light and and nice about that? Nothing. So and what's this going to have course. a fag bar? A fag bar in Kirksville? Yeah, they're going to have a fag <laughs> bar in Kirksville. Uh, that's I've driven through uh, Kirksville. It's like 17,000 yeah. people, isn't it? I mean, it's just a well, now you got to slow down now, to 35 miles an hour or something. Sure. Now, we've talked about Toons, which is where the, the local niggers hang out. Well, in the back of Toons is a little bar called Coyotes that's uh, <clears throat> a semi-country type place, but they're not making enough money, so they're gonna, their owner's going to throw in with someone else, some fag, presumably, and they're going to open a fag bar called the Rainbow Club. And uh, <clears throat> supposedly it's supposed to happen pretty quick. And there's a big uh, fag uh, fag collection over at TSU, from what I can tell, because just from flip strength, you know, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if people remember. <clears throat> I, I I got that from Florence King, who used to write porn novels, and that was the that was the relative chance that of an opening to any random page, you'd come to a sex scene. Well, 
just you know in random human interactions, how many fags are there at Kirksville? Like, and and believe me, there's more than a few. You know, you go to the post office and you hear some lisping faggot with metal through the back of his neck. That's something I saw within the last month or two. And uh, you, you go out to eat maybe <clears throat> at midnight at Pancake City, which is the place here that's open after hours, serves cheap food. And, you know, there's there's fags, and, and, and you can hear them lisping and talking about crap. There are definitely fags around here, and these fags don't like any criticism. Mm. And they have administrative support. See, that's the key. They're just like Jews. They know that ordinary people, Jews and fags, know that ordinary people do not like them. That forces them to kind of go underground and insinuate themselves until they have enough people in powerful positions. They network and they bring in their friends. And over time, they obtain enough power to where they can go public and <clears throat> slap their little gay straight alliance stickers and their gay safe zone stickers out there. And definitely uh, they can <clears throat> recruit admissions classes that, uh, where, where they discriminate against normal white males and they bring in as many of their own as they can. They're little faggot wannabe actors or, or, or musicians or what have you. And I don't think that's how the world out works. Lesbians <laughs> and homos in a small town bar there—they don't really get along together, I think. But 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 they'll, they'll <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't... Outlandish things, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also uh, the multicultural aspect. It's a rainbow of colors. So they well, they're, want they're, they're pink, sweet black, and white brown. Haters and, are. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll get all the disease collected in one spot in one building. <laughs> Our nation's capital was once a beautiful city Proud and fair Proud and fair Now it's 99% niggers, half a slum And they had this nigger mayor Well, his name was Marion Barry But he had to be sacked Cause they called him on videotape the mayor of D.C. Smoking crack. Smoking crack. Oh, you can take the bunny out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the jungle bunny. Jungle bunny. You can put a monkey in a monkey suit. Call him the mayor. It'll just be funny. Because <laughs> you can take the bunny out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the jungle bunny. Just look at O.J. Simpson, a millionaire, leading a life of luxury. We held everything civilized man to want, still succumb to savagery. Savagery. Just like a bloodthirsty Zulu in Africa. They slit their throats. All the niggers in America loved it Cause he got away with the murdering white folks Murdering the white You can take the bunny out of the jungle But you can't take the jungle out of the jungle bunny The jungle bunny You can put a monkey in a monkey suit On there Just be funny Ha! Funny Cause you can take the bunny out of the jungle But you can't take the jungle out of the jungle bunny The jungle bunny Just look at Mike Tyson, the dominant silverback gorilla One to fear One to fear Hell, he even bit off 
another nigger boxer's ear. What do you got to do to get kicked out of boxing? Give him millions and he still rapes Miss Nigger America. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Black America. And goes to jail. They'll always revert to their savage jungle ways without fail. Without fail. You can take the bunny out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the jungle bunny. Your jungle buddy. You can put a monkey in a monkey suit, call him mayor, just be funny. Or he can represent Prince Renegar. But you can take the bunny out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the jungle buddy. Oh, the jungle buddy. Cause you can take the bunny out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the jungle buddy. Jungle buddy. And Tunes is where the stabbings were out front of Tunes. And like I wrote on the site, what what I heard what happened was... Now, you're saying Coons it, is the name is Coons? Or? It could be named Coons. <laughs> and, and, Truth no, in advertising. True, yeah, but no, it's Tunes. It's not like it's even majority black. It's majority white. But to the extent there's any niggers and Mexicans in town, that's where they're going to go. They're going to go to Tunes. And, yeah, you might see one or two at Dukem or whatever, but uh, they're going to basically they're going to go to Tunes. Because that's where they play hip-hop shit. And, uh, Coons, yeah. <laughs> at Coons. So at 1.30 a.m., of course, that's bar closing time in Missouri, at least outside of St. Louis, and they spill out in the street. And you know how niggers love to just stand in the middle and, and be obnoxious. And, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what niggers are. They're just standing in the middle of things fucking it up. So apparently there was a car headed back, and the cops are always, you got to understand, it's a, it's a one little part of a street, and behind it is there used to be a railway, and so that's all shut down. You can't drive through there. It's kind of a parking lot. So you got to come out. Uh, you kind of come up this. I, I don't know the name of the street, but it, it passes by Coyotes, then by Tunes, and then there's an intersection. Well, right at that intersection, because of the stabbings, now at one thirty there'll be a cop standing against the wall on the far side. There's usually two or three cop cars around, and they're watching either to bust drunk drivers or to see if niggers cause any problems like these stabbings. So these niggers this day apparently spilled out in the street. White cars trying to get through, couldn't get through, and some woman yelled at him to, to, to get out of the road. And then the nigger came up and punched her, and then the guys jumped out, and uh, that's when the niggers pulled the knives, and a couple guys got stabbed. You know, and in so uh, many small towns like Kirksville, or even cities up to around 80,000 or 100,000, uh, there aren't that many choices of uh, bars or dance clubs, so white kids are forced to fraternize or, or just be subjected to this crap. Well, even Kirk, if, they seek if, it out. They seek well, they it out. They I do, mean, in large measure. I mean, yeah, yeah, they'll play 80% hip-hop and 20% rock and roll at best. Well, here's here's what I see, and, and you've seen some of this, too, and you know how it is in these, and, and I don't go out much. I used to go out some, but I, these days, obviously, I don't go out very much. But if I have guests in town, I, I might go out during hunting season or something, as it has been deer hunting season. But uh, um, the low end of the white, what would traditionally be country or southern rock, that's now turning into, these people are so brainwashed with TV, that's now turning into the whole nigger slut hip-hop type culture, where they they play that fucking Nelly shit just over and over. In, in bars that really should and would traditionally be playing country, they, they now, that that's like the de facto soundtrack for the, for the where the white working class bleeds into the white scum class, the lumpen proletariat, where you got your meth users and you got... Uh, you got your people just on this side of the law or just over the line. So if you people know what I mean, that that like the the guy who runs Alex, tunes used to run fights with. 
There are girls with professional parents. I've seen them cruise in these bars, and they'll come in there dressed beautifully and real sexy, and you know, like that they want to be the queen of the of the slum, whatever you yeah. just called it. And and I've seen them blow in there, and it's dismaying to see it. They're, they're well, we got <clears throat> the thing is, <clears throat> see, here's the thing. The place I used to go was a Spike, which always had live country, which is why I went there. I liked it, and you know, you could watch the girls dance, and that had a nice selection of just ordinary, you know, lower middle class Kirksville people. Now, Coyotes is is lower than that, and Coyotes is the one that's going to turn into the Rainbow Club. <clears throat> See, they can't make enough money; they can't get the students. The students either go to Tunes or the other place, so they want to get into. Uh, they want to get, and the the thing was that the same guy who owns Tunes owns Spike, the country place. Well, the country place burned down due to lightning. He'd been trying to sell it for years, but he still owns Craig Short and still owns Tunes, and he still owns, I think, Dukem and, and at least one one other bar there in town. So he, there's two or three guys who really own most of the ten or so establishments that make up Kirksville nightlife, and they they drove the guy from Kansas City who ran strip clubs out of town uh, because they they did not want strip club, and, and this guy Louis Keene came to town and bought the big hotel, Travelers Downtown. And was going to open a couple of clubs, and they kind of drove him out of town, apparently, even though he had a bunch of money, because they didn't want strip clubs, which I support. But I'm wondering if they're going to tolerate having a fag club in Kirksville. Because then you start getting, oh, you know, civil rights to, to run a fag, a deviant place. Uh, but uh, that's my point, is that the low end of the white is now bleeding into the nigger culture because of uh, TV, which promotes that as just, that shit has gone mainstream. Hip-hop is absolutely mainstream. <clears throat> the rock stuff is sliding away. The white music, to the extent it still exists, is this emo crap, as they call it, which is all woe is me, uh, uh, anger and, and suicidal stuff, but misdirected or, or emotional problem or white wussiness reflected in sound, but it, but never directed at a specific target. The anger that you would hear, I, and I still think Cobain did it the best, and, and it was the best example of grunge, starting in Seattle back in the late 80s and really coming to flower in about 91. You, you get very strong in the anger and the suicidal feel to it, but it's it's not directed at anything. And see, we give that a direction. We show you why yeah. you should be angry. That's right. We identify the Jewish source of the problems that yeah. were created in your life. Essentially, it's a culture of divorce and alienation. Yeah, would some of you people out there please write some more violent novels, that, you know, like the Jews do, that make tens of millions of bucks? It doesn't matter if you make any money. Just write some violent novels about our predicament, please. Well, we have a, an unfolding story here with affirmative action. Michigan votes down affirmative action. This is sort of a rare case. Michigan voters approved a ban on affirmative action at the state's public colleges and in government contracting. The vote came despite opposition to the ban from most, quote-unquote, academic and business leaders in the state. And the history in which the University of Michigan played a key role in preserving the right of colleges to consider race as a factor in admissions. The split between the elite, the Jew-controlled elite, and the people is yet again proven when, and, and as someone, and there's a lot of comments, we have a link, we'll post this stuff, we have a link to the Inside Higher Ed. Uh, I say parenthetically, that was the, the paper that printed our whole little deal on Jews in law school, if you recall that, wrote an article about us questioning. <clears throat> we lost that thread, however, unfortunately. Yeah, the people don't want it. White people, ordinary white people have solid instincts. That's why I never go too far. Oh, white people are degenerate, whatever. Hey, the, the fucking people who run TV are and, and, and the elite are driving the mass of working people into the ground. There's not that much they can do about it. They don't have the brains to 
to, to take those positions themselves, and, and but they do have enough brains to see that they're being screwed, and they don't want to be screwed. So let's not get overboard in criticizing the white race. It really is the Jews who are the problem here. And, and I really do believe if we had control of TV, we could clear a hell of a lot of this up. We could make the Jews as hated as they make white rednecks hated within a couple of weeks of running TV. <clears throat> That's all it is. But every single time the people vote on this, they come out against affirmative action, which is nothing but discrimination against whites. It's not discrimination against Jews. Now, now what we'll see next is a court challenge, and we'll see every possible uh, attempt to get around this law by the, the uh, head of the Michigan Law School. And they're very brazen about it. I mean, there's a quote, isn't there, somewhere in there, a quote from the woman running running Michigan about, you know, basically, hey, fuck you, we're going to do what we want in, in any yeah, case. Yeah, here's the quote from Mary Sue Coleman before the final results were in, which overwhelmingly showed that Americans, white Americans especially, are against any type of affirmative action policy. This is what she had to say before the results were in. Quote, we defended affirmative action all the way to the Supreme Court because diversity is essential to our mission as educators. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've been doing that, the NEA and the, uh, <laughs> the educators. Uh, a lot of these people, um, you know, cut their teeth on uh, Marxism in the 70s, and now they're in their 50s and 60s, and they control the society, and especially academia. And even Professor McDonald in Culture of Critique said that that's the first of the three... Uh, the, the, the three things the Jews tried to take over were um, the academia, that was the first one in which they succeeded, and media and, and governmental bodies. And, and uh, they took it over a long time ago. I've that made was that the first one before, mm -hmm. but it, it was a long time ago. It wasn't the 50s. It was more like the 20s and the 10s. They weren't in this country for more than about 20 years until they were controlling this shit. And, and uh, McDonald's sites, I think... Madison Grant saying you can't get a word in edgewise against them as a group. He said that in like the 20s. It was either him or Stoddard who said that. Two of the main wasps who, who stood up for the truth about race. And actually had quite congenial talks with the Nazis, despite the lies of Jared Taylor. And uh, this, this can be, in the same way all these things were turned over in California, like referendums um, by the body politic, that is by the people, They'll certainly do that via the courts and be a subterfuge, as Aegis and Alex just mentioned. There's absolutely no doubt. And matter of fact, one fellow, I, I guess they had to use somehow the Federal Freedom of Information Act, maybe because these state schools get federal money, to determine what had been going on in some of these. And in one case, it's been reported recently that there's some girl, um, I believe she was from the Dakota, she had a 4.0 grade average, was 12th in her high school. It was a kind of a medium or large high school, a cheerleader and uh, active in health club, I mean, in um, you know, uh, like a candy striper, things like that. A lot of mm -hmm. activities. And she couldn't get into the University of Michigan. And yet they was that Gratz you're talking about? I beg pardon. Gratz was the one who filed the uh, the the lawsuit and won. Well, the, yeah, maybe that was her. Of course, and in this article mentions she Bach, was from Michigan, pages. though. Michigan. She was from Michigan. Michigan. If you're mm -hmm. if you're talking to Gratz, but li mm -hmm. listen to this quote here in the article on in Inside Higher Ed. He says. Uh, Oh, this is from the editor of the Michigan Daily, which is their campus paper. You're not going to see writing in the, the diag, he said. I guess the diag is like their quad or something. The average student student isn't overly upset about this, and you'd be surprised how many students support it, especially among white students. Support was pretty high. 
especially. How amazing that white people don't like being discriminated against. Don't they understand? It's all for the, the, the greater good. Well, we're, we're, the greater good playing out when niggers become the majority, as, as President Clinton and others tell us to rejoice in, uh, they're trying to fuck dogs. Well, we got to stick up 19 video cameras in a poll just to record their sexual derelictions. Not to mention their, <laughs> their other, their criminal predations. I mean, these people are, they're not people. And it, we're supposed to discriminate and favor them over us? Fuck you. If you're a white who feels guilty, why don't you go fucking kill yourself? Fuck off. You see, one thing at least that the Jews are doing is winnowing out of the white race all the fucking losers who feel guilty about stuff. I feel guilty about fucking Mexicans and Indians and niggers. They're a bunch of scum. Fuck them. We yeah. are the good guys. It really is. Down with them, up with us. Winnowing them down to just a sludge mass of collaborators it's, it's, and shit. It's such a spears. And this stuff is it is local. That's why I talk about Kirksville, because, you know, why not talk about Kirksville? It could be anywhere else, but here's what I know about. You know, and it's the same everywhere. They write like a yard column, and I post on this in both VNN, GoVNN.com, and also KirksvilleToday.com. They write a yard-long article about some illegal uh, alien who works at one of the Mexican places in town, of which we have three. You know, it's just utterly fawning. Now, here, someone like me from a family that's been here since this town started, you know, 150 years ago, writing the truth, and I'm an evil hater. I'm a hate heretic. And and whereas some guy who just showed up and is some illegal alien, no doubt up to no good, and uh, they write a yard of fawning praise over this guy. A common this is criminal. The insanity. A yeah, border a common jumper. criminal. This, yeah. this is the insanity that has overtaken the white race. However it's been created, I'm just describing what is. And we, we've talked about the origins of it, but... You know, they they do that in Honolulu. They they publish an uh, eight-inch rectangular color photo of some chick who's uh, been clean of heroin for sixty days and has a part-time job for the state. And this she is has aspirations story. to do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And if <laughs> she was killed, you know, oh, she was turning her life around. Yeah. yeah, you know, this is like picking up some fucking gravel and 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 loudly exclaiming, "Oh, what a beautiful emerald! Oh, what a glorious ruby! Hey, Mexicans!" There's fucking millions of them. They're scum. There's nothing great about being a fucking Mexican. And the picture, you know, the guy's short, fat, dusky, squat. He must be thinking, what a bunch of idiots. What about I your mean, famous Mexicans line from uh, Byron's movie, The Line in the Sand? You don't make anything better by adding 11 30 million. million Mexicans. Yeah, yeah there's 30, though. Isn't right? Yeah. I said 30. I should have said 40. Did you? I'm glad you, you said 30. Well, uh, it, 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 said well 30 is factually true, but, I mean, it's ed edging towards 40 million Mexicans in America now. It's over 35 because that's the number of niggers in America, 35. Yeah, by the time the 20 and 25-year-olds listening to this are uh, mm -hmm. our age, it'll be like, what, another 80, 100 million? Something like well, that. Well, you know, whites are now not the majority in California or New Mexico, or Texas. It's very visible in Texas. And, you know, the lie is that, and they've been repeating this in the trailer for some movie coming up, I think about RFK, you know, they got a line, the white guy goes, the white brown man should go back to Mexico, and the brown man goes, we didn't cross the border, the border cross us. And you know, the other browns are all laughing, yo, speak the truth, brother. You know, and this, this, this is, the, the truth is that there are only a few thousand of these shit skins in these territories when whites moved in and created the civilization that, that attracted millions of them. And that's yep. exactly how it was in South Africa. These people moved into, they had the great Vortrek, and, and the, the British uh, essentially were creating problems for the, 
the Dutch who had built South Africa, and the Dutch moved overland to land that no one wanted and made that successful, and by God, here come the niggers, and, and the British with the Jews riding them, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, look I, at them now. You know, they fought a war over it. Yeah, this is the problem. They literally do follow us around, our, our cultures and our societies, and this is well known to people on white nationalist boards, but maybe people who listen to Goyfire are unfamiliar with it. And that is, just stop and think about it. Why in the world did non-whites continually follow whites into white civilizations and countries? I mean, you could say the other... You because went the we're other racist haters, Craig, and we, want to, we yeah. hate them and we want to kill them. That's why they follow us. <laughs> yeah, does Haiti have an immigration problem? Yeah. Well, the answer is they want to <laughs> fuck beautiful Aryan women, and they want our money and our power. Uh, yeah, that that's the bottom line. And you in Kirksville, just like which is a microcosm, just like anywhere else, you get to pay for it because hospitals have to take in whoever comes in, and you will get to pay. And Heather McDonald, who's one of the best actual reporters out there, even though she is still a neocon, and she her, her ultimate findings are always in line with the Jew agenda. Her actual reporting reveals the truth, and that is that Mexicans do not have their family value is their uncle fucking the niece, okay, and giving birth to a whole bunch of bastards by the time they're 16. That's the Mexican family values that, that the Republicans tell you to, to respect, and that's the vote they're talking about. Well, and I appended that to my letter, to, to my attempted posting at the index page. I don't know if they left it up or put it up. It appeared to be up, but... Uh, it is on VNN, go VNN. And, and yeah, she has a very long in-depth article discussing the, the ways of these people in California. What happens is, uh, and then there was a direct quote from a Mexican in a different article, you know, uh, why, did you, why did this Mexican family move to Kentucky? Well, we wanted a place where the police controlled the streets instead of the Mexican gangs. You know, Southern California has become just like Mexico. Well, over time, every place that Mexicans move becomes just like Mexico because they, they breed rapidly. And the low, the the bad drives out the good. That that's a Gresham's law of economic. Bad money drives out good money. Um, the low drives out the high. The high is more refined, and it must take pains to protect itself, or else it will be wiped out, obliterated by the lower standard. Mexicans can live like shit because they are shit. Yeah, well, our environment. White, whites won't. Whites must protect themselves. Right, our must environment. Be unashamed about it. Utterly unashamed about it. Able to stand up to what other people, not be afraid of what they think. That's what VNN represents uh, in, in us three personally, and that's what we're, we're looking for our like to join us. Because you don't want to live in this world where niggers are running around. The, 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 that's that's going to be your first amendment of the Constitution. Not freedom of speech, the right to fuck dogs, even if they're unwilling. <laughs> You know, we got niggers running around looking at the back legs of a dog and thinking, wow, I can grab that one leg and then grab the other leg and stick my cock in its ass and just fuck the hell out of it. <laughs> I mean, that's how a nigger thinks. It, 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 just don't it, seem, it just don't seem right that South African government only providing male bull mastiffs when they could easily put some females out there. Split tail bull masters for those poor niggers. <laughs> Lop eared split tails, man. Dogs don't fill out police reports. <laughs> Dogs don't speak. <laughs> Dog can bite, watch out. <laughs> they might have some beautiful babies. <laughs> they might be a little higher IQ too. <laughs> Well, speaking of action, butt baby dogs. Well, speaking of black African antics, butt baby ape dogs. Uh, yeah, we've got great. a we've got a TNB and Boot, I think Wash drew a few of those. And if you look in the lower left with a magnifying glass, 
Yeah, we got Boots Wanna. Booty, booty, booty Swana. Booty Swana. Boots Swana. Uh-oh, we're on the Boots Swana. <laughs> Is that where Madonna filched that young pup? Or was that one of those other little ragamuffin countries? <laughs> <laughs> that was Malawi, wasn't it? Malawi. <laughs> Is that the way to pronounce it? Malawi? I thought it was Malawi, but I, I could be way behind the times on that one. No, I don't yeah. know. Well, some people have mentioned my mispronunciations. I must admit there is a certain degree of contempt. Well, we'll uh, defer to you on the pronunciation then, Agent. I propose to send a man to the moon in this decade, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Botswana is right north, of, uh, right north of South Africa. The CIA fact book says 37.3% of the population has AIDS, and the average oh, lifespan is 33 years, 33.9 years for males. 33. But it's also home to exceptionally tasty grubs. <laughs> the, uh, the CIA fact book even goes politically correct and says something like uh, how they have a booming economy or uh, an active or, you know, they couch it in real upbeat terms. I mean... How can you have a wonderful yeah. economy when 37.3% of the people have HIV AIDS? That's that's uh, four from ten, is that right? Yeah, that sounds like a bad Halloween or something, man. <laughs> well, in any case, there is apparently a newspaper in Botswana, and uh, or as I like to call it, Botswana. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the, there's a columnist he's writing. He apparently who berates white people for complaining about their loss of privilege. Apparently there are white people living there doing something productive, uh, but uh, they're now complaining about black rule. Complaining about their loss of privilege, affirmative action nonetheless, and crime. And said, quote, they should count themselves lucky that they were not shot on the day of liberation. Perhaps it's not too late to hang a few whites just to remind them who is in charge. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing productive. Man in the gunwales or something, I suppose, in their uh, gated uh, concrete-walled homes. It's amazing what whites will deal with. I mean, uh, is this what's going to happen in the Quad, too? I, I don't think that, uh, that you know Africans are gonna, they're not like white people, wimpy white people who are scared off by racist, sexist hate speech. The the niggers, hey, you know, call me what you want. I want to fuck the white chick. You know, yeah. I don't care what you say. They're not going to be put off by that. It's only liberals think they can scare the pussy conservatives with that kind of crap. Oh dear, yeah. someone's calling me a bad name. Someone's calling me an adjective. They're using an adjective. You know. Whatever, you got to get over that, white people. Otherwise, you're too weak to exist, and you're going to be plowed under, and maybe you even deserve it. Because if yeah, you're going really to take the biological mm -hmm. view, you do deserve to be plowed under. If you're too weak to stand up against some kike calling you a sexist racist, hey, fuck you, kike. You're a little piece of shit, and so is your nigger. Alex, <laughs> down with you and up with us. There's fuck a off, British scientist, and, and they've gone to northern Sweden, uh, and uh, they've discovered this epigenetics, and they claim Holocaust survivors... Uh, get keyed in, and then, and then uh, in other words, the, the, the gene literally reacts, and the effects show up a generation or two or three later. So if that's true, I mean, if it works for Holocaust uh, survivors, yeah. why not for white nationalists? Maybe it'll work. Hmm. You know? Yeah, well, there's another Maybe. quote here. The people love Zuma. 
uh, which is the name of the president. But as part of sorting out ungrateful white people, I want him to embark on a redistribution exercise. I want him to, to, to distribute white women among the long-suffering black chaps. Zuma can have Zuma can That's have one or two. Amazing. Zuma, quote, Zuma can have one or two white women himself and then distribute the rest to his loyal supporters, including me, myself, and I, he wrote. Yeah, every other nigger wants to be a pimp. And uh, let, me, let me tell you, they, they, this meme of whites being wimpy and effeminate and, and uh, uh, loving their role as kind of the new underclass is pushed extremely hard. I was looking at some interracial porn the other day and tracking and trying to find the most vile stuff that I could are the most uh, degraded stuff, and there's some incredibly degraded stuff out there. And next time I decide to wither the uh, the yelps of people who are offended by cartoons or photos on the, the front page of VNN, I'll post it and show you what I'm talking about. But very definitely the media complex is is doing everything it can to induce feelings of, of guilt and self-hatred in whites. I mean, talk about creating a hostile environment by making some joke about a woman's tits i mean they they are doing everything they can to utterly degrade us in our own eyes as a way to take power from us and one point of taking that power is the black states it's just like bundy said about prison you see what you see is coded on the street is is open and naked in prison well what you hear out of the mouth of africans is the uncoded version of what the jews are saying i want your women he's saying literally just dumbly give me the women pass them pass the white women around to the niggers so the brothers can get some pussy. Well, that's what the Jews are saying to you, white man, on your TV. That's exactly the same fucking thing. We uh, a little need to less classy these version than, than, than shooting well, shit on the front step like Phil Spector did. Huh? Yeah, it's about two degrees more coded, or two, two degrees more veiled, but it's exactly the same meme. And it's uh, humiliate, debase, inculcate self-hatred, inculcate doubt. Mm-hmm. Society, the double clutch. You know, they're always trying to make us doubt our motives and doubt whether we're allowed to say what we do. And this takes a thousand forms. Whether it's the woman is always right, and we must always defer to the white women. And let's and remember, it's carries worldwide. over to the black it's, and the Jew. It's not yeah, just this the is claw. A, Germany, a global... Canada, Australia, New Zealand, everywhere white people are. So fuck you, Jews. Global campaign of hate, hatred. This. Yeah. Global yeah. laxism, as we've denominated at VNN, because there is no. There is no acknowledged word to describe the hatred that Jews have for white people. The dark until we named it, we named it laxism, and uh, it, it's everywhere. And th- this is just a nigger saying what Jews feel. And there are Jew and, billionaires flying all over the world doing this stuff, and billionaires and hundreds of millionaires, and and this is what they do. Yeah, li- listen to what he says. You know, he berated white people for complaining about their loss of privilege, affirmative action, and crime, and said they should count themselves lucky they were not shot on the day of liberation. Perhaps it's not too late to hang a few whites just to remind them who's in charge. Well, white man, do you want these niggers who see dogs as potential sexual partners, including your dog, do you want these things in charge of you? You know, because that's what's happening. And when they become the majority in conjunction with the Jews, I mean, you see it in America now. They're the minority and yet their ass is kissed everywhere. And they're treated like they're some kind of heroes, some kind of wonderful thing. And the, the massive – here's another example. I, I saw this the other day. Now, the big college football game this weekend is Ohio State and Michigan, number one playing number two. And everybody's supposed to really care about that. ESPN runs an in-house promo showing uh, two white people, one in a Ohio – the male's in an Ohio State uh, sweatshirt and the woman's in a Michigan sweatshirt. And it shows them just uh, kind of smooching and kissing. 
boyfriend and girlfriend. And then the very end, it flashes on a, a subtitle. This wouldn't be disgusting. Uh, if it weren't for college football, this wouldn't be disgusting. So football and mass spectator sports is Earthsats nationalism. They replaced healthy nat- national rivalries and racial rivalries with this bullshit fake stuff. So that if you, you could never say on TV that, oh, a nigger kissing a white woman is disgusting, but you can say that about two people who belong to two competing college teams. Do you see how ridiculous this is? White man listening to this, do you see how you are being operated against your own interest and, and infantilized in your own your own house, house as the niggers say? And this is what I detest about what's happened to this country. It's just a piece of shit. You know, speaking of petty nationalism and uh, just sort of sticking your head in the sand, we have a, a lawyer being persecuted in Germany uh, for denying the holy cost. Uh, he apparently made some factual statements about what happened in World War II, and that was enough uh, for him to be charged uh, in January uh, 2005. This is Horst uh, Mahler. And, Horst uh, Mahler, yeah, ex-leftist. Now, now he defends the NPD. Yeah, he's a lawyer now. He appealed the conviction, but the nation's highest administrative court upheld it in August. He was also Ernst Sindel's lawyer, and the court kicked him off the case. Yeah, so he has uh, some choice quotes here. Luckily, uh, there was an interview done this month. Uh, uh, Apparently, he got nine months for inciting hate, whatever the fuck that means. Tell him about the pamphlets he was passing out. Kind of like common sense for a 2006 dark Jew planet. Where, uh, what was he said that... uh, to be anti-Semitic is a, an unmistakable sign of solid mental health. It's kind of the flip of, <laughs> flip of medicalizing dissent. <laughs> that is great. Hey, he, has a, he, he has another good quote. He says, the Jewish media monopoly represents a mortal danger for all mankind. Very well put. And that's exactly accurate for the reasons we've already described on this very show. What are we, what are we on, 44? I mean, he has, he has a quote here. What is generally meant by democracy is actually Jewish rule, which Jewish plutocrats exercise through their control of global finance, the monetary system, and the media. Mm-hmm. And right there in Germany, they just uh, this guy, what, Haim Sabin, the guy who made the mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I think he was <laughs> Bill Clinton's biggest uh, contributor, at least the Democratic Party. He owns the biggest privately controlled uh, TV network in all of Germany. Is that Sat Eins is what it's called? Yes. What's the name of that network? I'm sorry. Sat Number uh-huh. One. S A T dot Number One. Yeah. What's that? Uh, that's the uh, TV station owned by Ham Saban. Uh, Saban. And, and he's an Israeli who's an American who's now in Germany. Is he a Jew? Is he a German? Is he Israeli? Is he an American? You know, who's that? Heim Saban. Remember that dude? Yeah. That's is that guy. who you're talking about? The demo yeah. guy. Democratic. Yeah, big friend of Clinton, and he bought, uh, I think he owns uh, one of the main uh, broadcasters in Germany. Yeah. Something like that. He bought some big media outlet there. I remember that. Heim Sebad, and his one cause is he's devoted to Israel. Mahler does say, the Juden gehen schwer in Zeiten entgegen. Jews are entering a difficult period. And, and check this, what uh, Mahler said. There, there is no American war against terror, terrorism. 
we are witnessing a worldwide campaign of terror, a proxy war conducted by the USA on behalf of the Jews. Well, that's kind of like the Bushism in which uh, uh, Bush says, uh, we're, we're engaged in a war of terror. <laughs> Bush even admitted that once in one of his uh, <laughs> Bowery Boys malapropisms or whatever he does. Let's roll it. You know, this is, a, this is an insightful comment and also pretty interesting uh, from our point of view. Quote, Jewish rulership is now compelled to dispense with the screens they had used to provide cover for their rule from the wings because of mutiny by the stage hands. Mm -hmm. Do we see this really happening, uh, the stage hands? Is there a Who would the stage hands be in this huh? case? We do here. <laughs> Us. You know, it's funny, now they're running these army ads. And see, this is the reason that I, that I have TV, because I can use these references that maybe people know what I'm talking about. The, the latest army ads I've seen, they, they show three names. Guess what those names are? I think they're O'Rourke, Butler, and Reinhardt. So, hey, there's not enough of you Irish, English, German guys getting out there and dying for Israel. Because, you know, usually they throw in a whole bunch of minorities. And Chicanos and Lopez, you know, he went to stand up for his country. Because we, I am an American. You know, yeah, we've been torturing and, and killing Iraqis, and, and to some counts, hundreds of thousands of them. And certainly more people have died at the hands of Americans in Iraq than Jews ever died in any gas chambers in, in Europe under Hitler. That's simple fact. Because, hey, there weren't any gas chambers. And the number of Jews killed over there, I mean, <clears throat> there were some killed, and they were, most of them were legitimately killed. They were Jewish commissars. They were political officers in the NKVD, and they were rounding up white men and killing them or, or drawing circles around their communities and starving them to death. The well, Jew is your enemy, that, white man. The yeah, Jew is yeah, your the, enemy. The, the Jewish propaganda war against white people <laughs> across Europe and across the entire world is far greater propaganda than, than the Nazis ever had. I mean, regardless of what you think of the Nazis I and mean, how artful or skillful or... or malevolent if you think that, that the Nazis were in propaganda, what we undergo now absolutely dwarfs that. If you don't like the New World Order, you ought to take a second look at the Nazis if you think they're bad, because they were fighting the architects of the New World Order. That's what's so ironic right. about these yeah, libertarians and conservative cowards who always have recourse, just as the Jews would have them, to the Nazis as the ultimate evil when, when they're describing something bad. Oh, the Nazis. Hey, the Nazis are fighting the same people you did, except they weren't, weren't cowards like you. A, they actually fought them physically, and B, they, they intellectually they named them and wrote directly about them. That's why you can read Lou Rockwell all day long until the sun sets, and you won't find anything as a positive as the stuff that Joe Goebbels wrote 60 mm. years ago. And on top like of that, if they would have won, we'd have a lot of beautiful women like you see in magazines instead of all these hot and tot bitches running around like a Shirley Q. Liquor. Yeah, I mean, if you take yeah. the Illuminati and, 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 and in squads, 
You know, Sorry, it, just part of me. You take the Illuminati tack on everything. Well, where does that lead? Oh, to a bunch of mysterious white guys pulling the strings. You know, well, rich yeah, the, white guys. I, I think. What he, Michael Jones says is right there. The Illuminati does not exist as a body. It exists as a set of tactics and a set of a set of uh, behaviors that were. Uh, it's it's a way of, of certain techniques were developed by the Illuminati that are used by others and could be used by anybody. They were used originally by the Jesuits as a way uh, to know a man's soul, and then the evil guys use them as a way to uh, not to improve the man's character, but to, as a way to control him. And they control him by knowing things about him or, or uh, finding out what vices he's prone to and encouraging him in that direction then using, and then using him and controlling him through that, controlling him through his vices. That's why, that's why all these inducements to sex are nonstop on TV to get you thinking about porn, to get you thinking about uh, uh, liquor and partying until you're 40 and having a guy like in a Best Buy commercial describing something in the same terms would one use would use about a baby but no he's talking about a, a plasma screen TV that's what I want I want to be you know childless and old and, and have my fucking plasma TV where I can watch niggers play football all day long oh my god and then I can flip over to the jerk off channel oh yeah going to town you know and then I can turn to the nature channel and see a nigger trying to fuck a dog and not well, exactly not fighting yet, Germans huh and, and Mueller says, today we are being attacked with spiritual weapons which are designed to annihilate the German soul. Instead of German, you could really the, just plug the in Aryan. the white soul. You know, the yeah, Aryan the soul. white or the Aryan. Aryan is just a formal word for white. Yeah. And it's sort of a scientific word to As describe our type I, of people. I was thinking about it last week. and uh, You know, in the 60s and 70s, used to regularly read articles in the American press. About 70% of Americans are part German. You know, are descended in part from Germany. You know, whether it's ten percent, what have you. And now they wouldn't. Essentially, they don't even dare to write that. <laughs> mm -hmm. German so vilified. Yeah, they're all too concerned about finding a Comanche in the woodpile yeah. that doesn't even exist because in America, being a half breed was uh, about the lowest thing you could be for the first uh, two hundred years of our existence. Mm -hmm. Strong white men are only valid when they're in the army fighting for Israel. Other than that, they're supposed to be wiggers and fags. And every bit of agitprop is directed to that end. And, and says TV, is, that TV is the medium that controls the world right now. Here he says, Alex, the Jewish media monopoly represents a mortal danger for all mankind. This guy is such a white patriot. It's just really, it's just like James Otis or Sam Adams. I, mm -hmm. I feel very emotional just reading what he said. And he's getting nine months in Germany. But, uh, and every, you know, we, and we should also mention, and as part of what we're talking about on Goy Fire today, is this global Jewish crusade against free speech. Jews do not want to be criticized, and they want laws in every single country that control the media and prevent people from saying, speaking the truth about anything that touches on their agenda, including their, their bogus uh, Holocaust atrocities and their agenda in Iraq and what they're doing in Gaza and Palestine. And uh, the, they want a global shutdown. And the First Amendment is the main legal vehicle that's in their way. And the rest of the countries, uh, they pretty much have their way. And, you know, when we were talking about Mahler in Germany, we could also be talking about Germar Rudolph in Germany. Now, the U.S., under the control of the Jews, uh, used technicalities, much as with Ernst Zundel, to deport Germar Rudolph, who had applied as a political, to be a political uh, refugee from Germany. And he carried out tests showing that... Uh, the no Jews were gassed, that it was just a lie. And he's a, he's a professional chemist. 
and now he's back in Germany. And you know, I read about 20 accounts of his trial. Well, they're all the same thing. They just none of them ever dare to dig into the substance of the matter. It's just, oh, now he's being brought to task for what he said about the Holocaust. These newspapers are like tattletales. They're, and the, the, the men who write them are very much that, that type of a person. They're little tattletales. Ooh, he said something bad. I'm going to report you to mommy. You know, and who's the mommy and the daddy? The parents are the Jews who set the agenda and tell us what terms we're allowed to use and what ones we aren't and what we can and can't say. And he's, he's a bad time. He's being bad. He said something naughty. He said a naughty word. I'm going to report him to mom and dad. So that's the media really is a tattletale media. It's it's not fit for adults. We want a world in which it, it, you are allowed to be an Aryan adult, and that means make the most important decisions affecting your own life and the life of your community. And we're not accepting that this can be run out of Washington. They tell us, hey, Mr. Lender, I don't care if you've been in, in Kirksville for 150 years. You have to accept Mexicans into your community, illegal or not. You have to... You have to accept niggers coming into your community and knifing and stabbing people. Hey, fuck you. You don't run this fucking world. <clears throat> we can't allow them to unman us and dominate us in our own countries. Jews have no right to control us. Fuck the Jews. Then you must stand William up Gailey. with us. It's up to you listening to this to stand up with us, and we can bring them down. Yeah, well, ultimately, it's not enough to be right. You also have to have force. To, to really conquer these people that are on the do. side of wrong. I mean, look at Lebanon. They just walked all over Lebanon, although the international community is up in arms. There's prayer vigils going on. Well, guess what? You know, the guys that actually stopped a couple of tanks on the border did a hell of a lot more than uh, yeah, all the hand-wringing in Lebanon. This time, Hezbollah kicked their ass at the border. There's going to have to be a final battle between Jews and, and the rest of humanity. And, and the rest of humanity is going to have to be led by the white race because they are out to do the rest of us in and rule the world the way they want to and on, and have the rest of us only exist on their terms, and we will not tolerate No that. No hide laws when they, when they decapitate you for practicing uh, Christianity or any other religion that's uh, non-Judaic. Yeah, you, you Christians, I mean, we, we here think Christianity is ridiculous, and we're right, but... Be that as it may, you're a Christian. They hate Christianity. You're not even going to learn about that from your own people, apart from one or two reverends and preachers that VNN always points you to. And those would be Reverend Ted Pike, who discusses the hate laws favored by the ADL. And the other one is Chuck Carlson, who talks about what the Jews actually think about Christians and what they do to the Palestinians in, the, in their homeland in Palestine, in Gaza. And we direct you to these people, and they, they talk about the Schofield scam. That is Jews paying off a, a, a criminal a white criminal to reinterpret the Bible in terms favorable to Israel and how this has become the, the standard in the seminaries that produce the, uh, the televangelist and produce the, uh, the Protestant preachers. We, we point out the origins of the lies that so much Christianity today is, is uh, based on. And, and you need to understand the Jews hate you. That's why they, you know, the war against Christmas, that's the Jews. It's not the fucking atheist. There aren't that many atheists, and they aren't organized. Because atheism isn't anything. It's just it's just an acceptance of this is the way it is. It's not like you form a school around something not existing. It's it's the burden is on the the uh, asserter to prove that the thing exists when it's manifest that it doesn't. You don't need to go to a box and and, and acknowledge that something doesn't exist. It's self-evident. Atheism is just self-evident. But my point is. The Jews are the ones trying to destroy your religion, and your own preacher is not going to tell you that. He's going to blame liberals or secular humanists or atheists. But no, 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 no. The ACLU is Jew-actuated, Jew-founded, Jew-actuated. 
and the real problem is the ADL. Yeah, well, uh, to get back to Germar Rudolph for a second, Rudolph, who has a degree in chemistry, first attracted attention in the early 1990s when he was called as an expert witness for the defense in the trial of a former German military general accused of denying the Holocaust. Now, this guy's name is not even mentioned. I, I, I think I remember that. The report Rudolph submitted to the court claimed that chemical tests carried out on material from the Auschwitz concentration camp proved that there were no gas chambers there. Rudolph was fired by his employer, the Max Planck Institute, when that institution found out that he had used his position to carry out the tests. In 1996, a court in the German city of Tübingen found him guilty of public incitement for denying the Holocaust and sentenced him to 14 months in jail. So How many this, people are there? There's Le Pen, there, there's uh, Rudolph, and there's Mahler, there's Zundel. Kronisch, Borson, uh, we had over in England, we had Khaled and uh, Griffin of the BNP were won their case. Uh, of course, they defamed supposedly Muslims, not Jews. They're taking a pro-Jewish line at this point, and we at VNN certainly don't support that. They and there's think that a shepherd of clever, but heretical.com, isn't it? Uh, is it shepherd? Simon Shepherd at heretical.com, and his, his buddy, the uh, the what's his his friend, uh, Luke O'Farrell. Yeah, who writes a few and, and, columns. And even Nick Griffin of the BNP. And then you, you may say, oh, it's just a few people, and then and, and, and probably maybe not people listening to Goyfire, but a lot of whites think, well, that serves them right talking, you know, they, they, they think they can just say anything. That, that's, sure, that's, a, how, that's how sick whites are. But, that's how the media encourages whites to think, like, oh, exactly. they resisted authority. They are, it's just like children and yeah. parents. It's the same yeah. exact model. But they Dad make, they make said something he wasn't supposed people. to. Yeah, Let's cattle on him. Yeah. You're treated as children. I mean, that's one of the best reasons to join the white cause, and we don't try to pitch it. We just try to point out to people what's going on. Hey, if you want to go a different direction... We're it. It sure as hell ain't the patriotards or the conservatives or the libertarian cowards. We're it. We have the society in which you can live as an adult, and I think that's one of the strongest appeals that we have, is that you can live as an actual goddamn adult. That means make the main decisions in your life. Yeah, they want not. to reduce you to the status of children in dress and behavior and thought and, and everything else. I mean, yeah. almost the point is wearing diapers in public. Yeah, not just children, just the, uh, you know, more or less. Wear your seatbelt. It's a law. It's not just a good idea. It's a law. Wear a helmet when you're out on a bike. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't well, say anything bad or hateful if you can't say anything nice. You know, and this this relates. It's the empowerment of women goes a long way to furthering the Jewish agenda. So that these colleges like Michigan have a majority majority of colleges students are women, and yet women are five IQ points dumber than men. When you account for the women, the fags, and the coloreds, and the Jews, how much is left over for normal white men? Well, that's why colleges are stagnant these days. Where white men go is where the progress is. And in the last 20 years, or looking back historically, it will have been the computer revolution, which is almost entirely a white male creation. Yeah, well, this guy, Germar Rudolph, reminds me of Leuschner, uh, just more or less a scientist who was given a, a task to analyze data and, and was forced into the politics of the thing now, because, minute, of course, that, they're against the truth. They don't want to hear. It's not Leuchner. Leuchter. Leuchter or Leuchter. He, I can't remember how he pronounces it. There's yes, a movie about it, Dr. Death, right? I think he pronounces it Leuchter or something. He's a he's an American guy up in Boston, and, yeah, he... Uh, Dr. Death. 
Dr. Death is a film that a Jew made about him, and, and it was so, uh, the audience is, after his first cut, the audience is basically siding with Luther because he's obviously, he's kind of a nerdy, dweebish type, but he's obviously honest in a, in a German type way as opposed to, to, to lying like the Jews. And he just basically He's meticulous. He's yeah, he keeping did, to the facts. He, 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 he's a humanitarian who basically went around designing uh, execution uh, devices for the state and was used by a number of states to devise, you know, I think scaffolds and then lethal injection machines, and he was self-taught. So when, when all this came out, when he, he got called through a trial, I think, to go over there and study it, and he found what any honest man finds who studies it, the Holocaust, uh, the gassings is just a big lie. And so once once that came out, and, and he, he was probably somewhat naive to the politics of it, somewhat similar to, to Ritter, to Scott Ritter, uh, talking about the weapons in Iran, somewhat naive to the politics of the situation. Well, once all the, once that came out, of course, the Jews sabotaged him and and, and undercut his business with these these and forced states not to use him and his designs for these uh, these humanitarian execution machines. So All of a sudden, he's world. a denier. He's a denier of yeah. facts that don't exist. Yeah, if we have a free press, how come they all use the term Holocaust denier? What the fuck is the Holocaust? What's the assertion there? You know, it's, it's a meaningless word. Six million, yeah, Jews claim six million Jews died in World War One. Jews claim a lot of things. And the a lot Auschwitz of things they claim aren't true. In fact, I can't think of anything they do down. claim that is true. The God's chosen people for crying may, out loud. May, maybe 35 million Jews died. I mean, who's to say? They lie so much. And these men are being thrown in prison simply for telling the truth to confute Jewish lies. And why are Jewish lies privileged over the truth? Well, because Jews control the media. Oh, you're a hater, you're anti-Semite. Well, it's a fact. Call, call me whatever you want. It's a fact that Jews control the media, and their terms are used exclusively. You will not find one report on Germar Rudolph that calls him anything but a Holocaust denier, like that's some kind of holy category, rather than two useful words that Jews have put together to uh, attack their enemies. It's not like it has any objective truth. They've, they've even gotten it to the point where Arabs can be anti-Semites, despite the fact that they're, they're Semites themselves. <laughs> that, right. that, that's yeah. how... Orwellian, the language has become. And, and yeah. well, why, why isn't why isn't uh, Rudolph a, a, a chemist? Why isn't he a researcher? Why isn't he a historian? Why isn't he a publisher? Oh no, he's a he's a he's a he's a Holocaust denier. That's all he is. You know, it it uh, you got to get the clue, white man. See that you're being manipulated by people who hate you, and want to destroy your kind. Yeah, I mean, we've and, c- continually told people to look at the media organ sideways, but you really have to look at the entire legal system sideways. I mean, if, if guys like O.J. Simpson are, are, are getting off, you know, they have money, what do you think the Jews are getting with all their their money? You know, what type of justice can you expect? And you saw how the whole black community celebrated. The vast majority of blacks in L.A., I mean, they were jumping up and down and laughing and happy, the ones captured on film. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to celebrate when they become the majority in our country? When coloreds who think like that become the majority? In the U.S., about 2050, like they say, you know, what's so great about that? That's what Matt Hale said in his uh, Topeka you know, speech, essentially uh, protesting the Carr brothers' uh, mass uh, murder. He said, uh, "These people <laughs> who want to gut our futures and strike us down in the streets, and we're supposed to love them." Yeah, in between no. trying to pick up dogs, literally and figuratively, they're going to be out there raping and murdering us. Yeah, and we're supposed to applaud like that's oh. happy. Fighting us in the media and our own institutions and in the job. This is and, this is the real hate, and it is it is hate empowered hate. 
It is hate with satellites to beam its message down. And and uh, we must resist it. Well, and resisting off, it is the reason this show exists. Realizing factors actually involved and then mobilizing on a physical level to repel the influences which are collectively making our lives a living hell. I like that phrase, mobilizing on a physical level. Let's just leave it right there. <laughs> must, it must be done. It must be done. There's, there's no way to counter the power of TV. Every argument, every book, every magazine, you're just you know, you're yelling back at the TV. As long as they control the TV, um, you're going to be picking up people in the ones and twos. And if that's what we've got to do, that's what we've got to do. But ultimately, there's a physical solution to the Jewish problem. Uh, just as they know that there's a physical solution to the Lebanese and the Palestinian problem, they kill them and starve them and cut off their electricity, cut off their water. Their attitude is, if you do one little thing to us, we'll destroy your entire community. And that's that's what rabbis say. Okay, the, the hate in Judaism comes directly from the top. They teach their people, no one can do anything to you. If someone tries to kill you, kill them first. That is direct Jewish doctrine. While we say the same thing about Jews, give them a taste of their own medicine. They're They're manifestly trying to kill us. Manifestly, they're trying to fuck up our heads and fuck up our communities. Manifestly, they're trying to throw us in prison for resisting their hatred. And their doing Marxism. a very good job under all those categories as well. Yeah, they're, I mean, they've fucked up all kinds of places. And people, yeah. as we see in Germar, Rudolph, Horst Mahler, and Zundel. Yeah, what, what do you have to take time out of your life to go to prison because you said something some Jew doesn't like? When did that become the rule? Who cares what the goddamn Jews think? Who put them in charge of anything? What have they done? They wasted trillions of dollars over in Iraq, killed hundreds of thousands of Iraqis. Then they, they scamper away and, oh, it was Bush who did it all. It was Rumsfeld. It wasn't us. Us with our 25 Jews sitting around the table there at PNAC, Project for New American Century, planning out this campaign against Iraq before 911. These plans have been in place a long time. That was a false flag Israeli operation to get all the fucking idiots in line to, in, and every... O'Rourke, Butler, and Reinhardt ready to race off over to Iraq to die to defend. You ain't defending America, you fool. Yeah. From you don't deserve to be treated thief. moderately. You're not defending America. You're endangering America, and you're in da- just as you're endangering your own life to further the goddamn Jewish agenda to help is- Israel. Israel's not our fucking friend. They're a goddamn enemy that shoots our own people in the liberty, kills people, runs all kind of false flag operations. They fucking hate us. They just use us. They use our money and our blood. That's what Israel does to us. They're a fucking mosquito. Yeah, well, think about it. If we were lived in a world where all of these different countries had different laws and different cultural norms, and you were in Israel, you were an Israeli citizen, and you started shitting on their most holy institutions, well, if they threw you in jail, I guess you would think, gee, that's just the way things work here. But we see this foreign influence all over the world in white nations uh, we see the habeas corpus getting thrown out the window we see guys getting in prison for insulting the Jews this is just foreign influence in our own institutions and it, it has they had an anti moved. yeah there was the anti-semitic conference in Austria I guess 2003 then there was run in Rome that was run by the ADL in 2004 then what was the other one the one in the Hague in one of those, in fact, we talked about it in a Goy fire, one of Bush's big money men went, and he's also associated with the SPLC in this uh, Gonzaga University. He was the uh, U.S. representative to that anti-Semitic conference, I remember. And as a matter of fact, he'd been a big demo money bags man before he switched to the Republicans. 
Yeah, it's foreigners, foreign influence, and collaborators. That's mm -hmm. how it works. All Israeli citizens, every one of these American Jews. Mm -hmm. They literally have the right to return to Israel. Any Jew in the world has ipso facto, uh, uh, prima facie, Israeli citizenship, in case you didn't know that. Yeah, well, speaking of which, we see their hand being played in Southern California, uh, not just with the Mexicans running over the border, but we have uh, Dr. Kevin McDonald uh, being contacted by the misnamed Southern Poverty Law Center initiated a campaign against him there, and I quote from his blog, the controversy started around September 17, 2006, when somebody not connected with the California State University, what is it, CSULB, uh, California State University, Long Beach, okay, emailed all the full-time people in the psychology department, except me, alerting them to a comment about me at the SPLC website. Then yeah, it's like a yeah. very typical Jewish way of operating. And Jews operate in the dark. They're they're cowards. They're murderers. They they sneak up in the dark and assassinate people. And you know the anonymous emailings uh, uh, behind the scenes. That's a very very Jewy way of operating. Here's they're, one of the nastiest things about what, what they did to McDonald is they quote him. Uh, they they give a little synopsis on the SPLC uh, website. And they, they say he has a master's degree. Well, this is like saying a physician has a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, that is really fucking low. And he has a Ph.D. in like 81, wasn't it? At yeah, least he's got a PhD. that early. And he makes that point. But I'll tell you, I read it, and, you know, it, it, when you're reading something, the mind can just be on kind of autopilot. You know, master's degree? No, gee, I, I even thought, what do you mean a master's degree? But... Uh, he only has a master's degree, and I knew better than that. But this is the power of the written word and the power of lies when they're presented as a, you know, sure. fact. You you have to stop and really consider what are they talking about? How can this be? No, this is not so. so. That, say they sent this punk bitch named Heidi Bikert, who is uh, one of these do running dogs for Morris Dees, out to Long Beach to interview professors and administrators there at California. So they're going to write some kind of hit piece on McDonald, who is a tenured professor long established uh, as a respectable academic with a uh, with a PhD and has done excellent work and wrote the trilogy Culture of Critique that outlines exactly what Jews are doing. They're pursuing a group evolutionary strategy that allows them to dominate the money and the political power in any society and, and turn that society to their advantage in the ways that we've described earlier today on Goyfire. And McDonald is a hero. He's a genuine patriot and a hero because he's described and helped his race to fully understand uh, what exactly is going on and, and how the Jews are attacking us as a race. The and magnitude so we, of the assault. Yeah, it's it's a racial assault by one group of people on, on normal white people. It's Jews versus whites. It's not a, You think Ohio State, Michigan matters? It's just a bunch of niggers running around throwing a football. What matters is, is the Aryan versus Jew, and that's the real game you ought to be worried about. And uh, leave the child, childish stuff alone. And part of the assault is 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 from the Jews, uh, takes the form of uh, denouncing and bringing to trial anybody who dares speak against them, and that's the the decapitation. This is would be a, an attempted intellectual assassination, an attempted intellectual decapitation, to deny any respectability, position, and power, or money to anybody who speaks against their agenda, even if he's a tenured professor. You know, you, they, they haul in Germany, they haul Mahler 
before trial because he works against their agenda, and they haul Rudolph in there because he proves that they're lying with their atrocity claims. They they want to they want to string up McDonald, and he's a tenured professor, which should afford him protection, but they can still make him unpopular. They can and the Jewish people. Babylonian Talmud actually taught that we are we whites are. Are, are like cattle, cattle-like, and this is really what they're doing with McDonald. They just single one, you know, to, to slaughter they, one they, cow. They just separate them from the herd, and then they intimidate the rest of the herd, and that's what they're doing sure, to his colleagues at university. They attempt to isolate him and expose him and exactly. shame him and smear him and ostracize that's him. This right. is a Saul Alinsky, a characteristic Jewish project. And yes, as Craig said, that the Talmud, their doctrine is even the best of the goyim should be killed. Yeah. Remember, the Jews rounded up. The Jews in the NKVD, that was the, the, the terror police in the Soviet Union, rounded up 15,000 Polish intellectuals. Anyone with soft hands or glasses took them out in the field, took their army officers out, and just shot them, killed them. And then they blamed the Nazis for doing it when it was discovered. And they, they kept up that, that blame for decades. The Nazis said immediately, no, this was, this was the Jews, the Judeo-Bolsheviks, was the, the Nazi term, who did this. But the world didn't admit that until 50 years later. The Germans were the good guys. The Jews were the bad guys. And you should identify with the Germans, not hate them. The Germans were fighting the fight that we are fighting today, whether you're a Celtic Southerner or whether you're a Wasp up in the Northeast or whether you're a Westerner. Uh, we're all in this together. Whether you're whether you're living in the outback in Australia, or you're living in you know uh, Braxton, England, or whatever, it's the same fight. It's Aryan versus Jew, and you got to know the sides and know what's at stake. And and that's why we bother to do this show. That's the only reason. And anybody and, who resists them essentially is a neo-Nazi. That's essentially what they're saying about uh, mm-hmm. Dr. McDonald. And Anybody who gets beyond a, a female whimpering about symptoms and penetrates to the truth of the why is their enemy and will be regarded as evil as any Nazi, I assure you. Because they could sense where I was heading when I was in college and I was a conservative and a non-racist. They still called me a Nazi. Uh, Mr. Hale, you are a group that says there is no God, that uh, God is really uh, the white race, that, God, that the white race is the creator. How can you call yourself a religion. You're just a you know, you're just a white hate group. Okay, well, you threw a lot at me on that one, but uh, most of it is fallacious. They know before you do where if you take that path, that's where you you'll end up because it's just logical thinking brought to a conclusion. And McDonald is the guy who documents it all. PhD level, three books. It's all spelled out. It's all very emotionally neutral. It's all footnoted. Right. They want you to adopt an ideological way of thinking so that they say blue is red. You are to accept that. And if you play that game, you're on the fast track to promotion. Sure. But if you start going off and actually trying to verify facts, uh, doing scientific work, <laughs> that's, that's, that's dangerous. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriyatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. 
It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and is divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind. Even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid society of these people, you have you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of the uh, of, uh, United States society. You know, the, the problem the is you don't have to look very far to verify these things these days. And that's what's causing them problems. And people have said that how the Jews like to brag about their power. And, well, uh, that's why they don't like the internet because yeah, it allows right. yeah. it allows you to to get so much further. If you're interested in anything, my God, you can immediately dig stuff up on it, and in five minutes, you know a hell of a lot. And in the old days, how would you do that? Yeah, well, you have a George might, Lincoln you, Rockwell pamphlet in the '60s or something, or Common Sense back in yeah. The, you might go to a library, and you might be able to find the book you wanted, and it might have the right stuff. Well, here, Jesus Christ, you can dig up. You know, 500 links on Google immediately, and, and and read 10 or 15, and pretty soon you have a pretty goddamn clear picture of what you're what you're dealing with. Yeah, and they and threw you can, up. You can suss out the good and the bad, and and the internet is absolutely in, incredible, and I thank God for the guys who created it. Yeah, and they were right, well on their way, way and still are in print media of totally censoring any type of uh, dissident views just because they wouldn't publish it. Well, it, be, I think there's a quote from Stalin ages that he said, like, hey, if it's under 10,000 circulation, I don't give a fuck. You know, they can't do anything. I mean, it, it, it effectively, to control the mass of people is, is you need TV. You need a military and you need some TV. If you got the TV long enough, you pacify them and, and they start to believe X is Y. And so the Internet does threaten them, but <clears throat> it's their control of TV that, that gives them the upper hand. Because even... The print uh, media, yeah, that reinforces it, but it's it's... It's movement. more that it helps reinforce it with the smarter people in society, but the mask, they get them through TV. So moving it's, images and audio could catch the fancy of any passing dolt? Well, the, the point is that the people are watching TV for, what, six, seven hours a day. I don't, I don't care what. I mean, the medium is the message, you know. <laughs> they're turning into dopes because of it, and, and what they're fed is always the same point of view. It doesn't matter what channel it's on. It's reinforcing the same stereotypes, the same false picture of reality. Oh, niggers with clipboards, as someone calls it. I think Theseus said that. 
you know, the idea that niggers are this elect, and they, and, and they want to use their hate crime laws to make it illegal to doubt this world, this anti-world, where everything is the opposite, where niggers are respectable, responsible, upper-middle-class, but where every nigger is a Cosby, you see. They want to make it illegal to doubt that. Well, well, I, I just saw a nigger try to pick up the hind legs of a dog and rape it and, and stick his dick into a dog. Uh, that's not on the Cosby show, so it's a hate crime to say it. You know, Theodore Huxtable would never do that, or whatever the fuck that fucker's name was. He would never do that. Dr. Huxtable has delivered babies. You would never Alex. pick up a dog's hind legs and try to fuck it. Sneakers don't do that. You know that. They're in labs. They're making discoveries. They're curing <laughs> testicular cancer. They're incredible knowledge of test tubes and contents. I mean, they want to make it illegal to doubt their little fantasy world. We are in the grip of people who are fucking crazy. Crazy. The, the, we allowed them to take over our country. There's a new it's movie online. It's fucking believable I, I don't know how new, but it's a movie about uh, Randy Weaver and Ruby Ridge and how his wife and, and, uh, and his son were killed. And I guess it's called Ruby Ridge. It's on Google Videos. But anyway, I was watching, and a lot of people in the forum, forum vnnforum.com, have been watching it. And uh, they talk about how uh, they shot off Sam Weaver, 12-year-old Sam Weaver's arm, and it was hanging by a thread of flesh. Yeah. So then they flashed to Bill Maher. It was Bill Maher that Jew that had that show? And he had, and he, so he had Kinky Friedman on there. Friedman didn't say anything at the time. He had a couple other Jews too. And and. Uh, and uh, Politically Brown. incorrect, yeah. That's right. And Brown, the former yeah. governor, the mayor of Oakland, now, what's his name, you know, Brown? Pat no, Brown was, there was his a, dad. I'm sorry, I'm having a mental... Jerry, J- the moon, Governor Moonbeam, the crazy yeah, one? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he said, yeah, but get yeah. this, Bill Maher, then they said, so after Sam Weaver's arm was hanging by a shard of flesh, he turned around and ran, and they literally shot him up the spinal column in his yeah. back... With a, with a machine gun, and I get the impression, I don't even know if it was just an M16 or if it was higher caliber. <laughs> but Well, that's the feds for you. Yeah, and Bill Maher says, yeah, he talks about the dog. Get done. The dog was killed, too. And so Bill Maher says, oh, he shot the dog in the back, and the audience just howls and laughs. The demonization of Randy Weaver as a white supremacist is thematic of the New World Order's tactics, that they falsely accuse anyone of anti-Semitism who gets too close to the truth. Could this be true? One thing's for sure, in terms of Randy Weaver, the white supremacy angle was clearly working. Okay, let's talk about another civil rights issue, this Randy Weaver. He was in the Aryan nation. My neighborhood, if a guy put swastikas on his kids, I would be yeah. a little suspicious. Yeah. I would say, come on over, we'll have some fruit. <laughs> well, the government is saying, the order to the men in the field is, shoot to kill. And they, they shot to kill. kill. They kill, kill a dog. They kill the dog. Kill the dog, then they, they kill, kill the, the son, and they shot him in the back. <laughs> Next they, they shot the dog in the back. Can you believe that, Gary? That, that is... Oh, man. That's a canine American. He's got his rights. That was the worst thing that happened. Listen, I think if you're going to error, I would like people to error to protect me and my family, not right. error... It wasn't causing any danger. This was a generation... You know what? If you're bringing up your no kids in the Aryan nation, you are causing danger because you're spawning hate in America. So now you're... And this is fucking humor. And, yeah, and, and, and politically correct, incorrect humor at that. Myers is right. a half Catholic, a half Jew. He's, and yeah, and all knows. Type in the can laughter and clapping. Yeah. yeah, he's half Jew, half Catholic, and all knows. Yeah. But he, he uh, son, who is it? His nose looks like a penis. I can never get past that. 
But yeah, no, I believe uh, Craig actually they shot the dog first, and then uh, I think the Sammy Weaver opened fire and killed one of the punk agents. Yeah, well, and then ran back and they shot him in the back, you know, being federal yeah, heroes. Yeah, they, they really are gutless sons of bitches. They're yeah. they're real tough. They're just like niggers. If you get a hundred of them, armed with the best weaponry, they can take on like a woman and a baby, and that's about yeah. it. Other than that, and you, and, and you know how we were talking about that they'll say anybody's a racist and everything. Randy Weaver's cousin's married to my cousin, and I was with him about three years ago on Father's Day, and the guy told me the whole story at, uh-huh. at my cousin's house, and. and <laughs> He's, I, I said, uh, I tried to get him to come on BNN, or, 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 and he said, you know, I'm not really a racist. And he said, people ask me, and he said, uh, well, duh, and he holds out his arm. He says, I was born white. I support my people. And yet uh, even this, uh, it, he was just afraid of the New World Order, and he just went out there isolated, and, and he would sometimes go and, I guess, hear Pastor Butler speak, but he wasn't a member, technically, as I understood mm-hmm. it. And... Uh, Again, they just excoriate him, but uh, and killed by Lon Haruchi, who was a, a gink Jap from Honolulu, who Later went from to West Point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can bet that 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 they have uh, animus. Anybody who's been to Honolulu knows they don't like white people, and they're born to bred to that. The political structure locked them out, and it's 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 a holy mess over there. It's mm-hmm. quite upsetting. Just think about it. And the interesting thing. Is uh, this video says Tim McVeigh made a pilgrimage to their cabin after it was destroyed, and good for him. You know, there's going to be other guys like that making pilgrimage when they get back from Iraq. There's going to be a lot of pilgrimaging going on. Yeah, I hope O'Rourke, Butler, and uh, Reinhardt are listening to what we say here and thinking about you are being used, and or you're happy for the pay, <laughs> in which case you're just a hired killer. And, you, you, you know, the country's so insane and so dumbed down. I mean, they, they have, you know, I haven't written anything on this, but I saw a story in the local KTVO, the local ABC affiliate TV station, one TV station in town, and it's, you know, Marine, not Marine, Army guy going off, and, you know, oh, is, he's bringing all these, you know, he's spreading goodwill, and his daughter gets all these beanie babies, and he's got a whole duffel bag full of beanie babies he's going to give to the kids in Iraq. This is so classically Midwestern and American. I mean, no matter what they're doing, well, I'm doing good. Hey, you know, you yeah. killed their, their father and their brother. You bombed them to death, and now you're going to give them a fucking beanie baby. And, you know, I'm not doubting their good intentions. I, I think they really, in a lot of cases, are well-intentioned. But, God damn it, at some point, don't you have to think, even if you live in the Midwest, don't you have to think a little bit? Am I being not nice by saying that? And, you know... It, well, I'm not a Midwesterner by mind or a Southerner by mind, uh, but it just fucking drives me nuts. This culture of niceness, where where being nice or, or assuming good motives is 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 just you you can't go against that, or you're a really bad person. Oh goddamn it! Where's there room for someone to think a little bit? You know, you've gone over there and killed a few hundred thousand of them, and you know, and you're going to distribute some fucking beanie babies. Why don't you fucking well, leave that place alone? You're taking the population money to go of Israel is what? 5.4 million in all of Israel, and we've killed 600,000 in Iraq. Yeah, with that fucking cunt new Gingrich. Oh, the Israeli dying is like 500 Americans dying. Well, what's it like in Iraq? How does that figure work out over there? Hundreds of thousands of them. It's like we killed, you know what? Four million Americans? Oh, six million Americans? You know? How many people live in Iraq? Maybe 30, 40 million? I don't know. I think it's something around there, a few tens of millions, and we've killed, you know, supposedly 
five, six hundred thousand of them, not counting the ones killed by sanctions over the last decade. Hmm. I mean, the, I mean, you don't have to care about Iraq. Say, what the hell are we doing over there? Now, wait a second, Alex. Are you trying to infer that those beanie babies aren't going to compensate for that type of uh, indiscretion? Beanie baby is a, it's a fine product. I'm sure those little <laughs> disfigured Iraqi, those disfigured urchins are going to love those beanie babies. It will much more than make up for the absence of mom's tit and dad's firm guiding hand on the top of the head. You know? I think it's fucking wacko. Yeah, well, speaking of which, we have here, now this uh, was posted to the forum, uh, uh, an organization called AfroLat. That's A-F-R-O-L-A-T. Uh, and this is located, this is uh, uh, an NGO in Latvia, which is, which, whose sole purpose is to celebrate diversity. Spread, spread manure in Latvia. Yes, this right. is the, the uh, turd processing plant uh, in Africa, or in Latvia. Latvia. Where, well, why does Latvia have any possible connection to Africa? Other than, thank God, it's a long way away from it, although it's not that long, I guess. You know, the rumor is that, that George Soros, a known Jew, has, through, <laughs> in his philanthropy, uh, founded this, this unnatural and bizarre NGO to help Latvians yeah, get to know niggeros. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's Nigerians. a picture of a monkey with, with a, a tall, light-eyed uh, wife, apparently. What an, it is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. And I don't even believe in the Lord. Yes, and I, I believe... see there are 30 of them. There are 30 of them in the entire uh, country of Latvia, they say on this website. And it's, and it's one of the most common. It's the best thing to come along since the Black Jesus website. It's fucking hilarious. Here they got one of them with this picture with Bush. And he's wearing his little uh, his dashiki and, and his uh, pillbox hat. And, and, and when you look at the website, he says here... Uh, He's in charge of the rubber stamps. Uh, he keeps stock of headed papers, rubber stamps, etc., which he alone is authorized to use. You come to me. I don't even know how those monkeys talk. He's yeah. got to be proud. That's a high office, Craig. Fuck, are you kidding me? I don't me? think He's probably you be smirching with your... Red, you should besmirch his high office with your giggles, Craig. Yeah, well... You don't know what Bush, he went through to attain that position. Yeah, it's really something. And he's got a white wife here. He's <laughs> it's got a one of the highest wife. positions in African culture. <laughs> it's barely a step or two below the, the guy wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, old man. Nigerians are the ones that are sending all you people these emails. Oh, I am Botswana buttfuck, and please send me some money because my father just inherited $25 million. Only problem is we need 10000 to get it out of the country. Yeah, uh, the Nigerians have been voted the most. Uh, I mean, worldwide, they've been recognized as the most scam and nigger country in the world. Top in South <laughs> Africa, top in Gabon, top in everywhere. And there's top a in New York City niggers, they are on top. There's a and, shitload of Nigerians in the U.S. too. I can tell you that. And and look, all, all you listeners, if, if you don't know who George Soros is, or if you want some clarifications, t- type in uh, George Soros, S-O-R-O-S, and then plus sign Wikipedia. And they talk about how the Malaysian prime minister, essentially they call him an international uh, criminal. Oh, God. Yeah. The rubber stamp department. 
<laughs> you want yeah. your paper stamped, you must come through me. <laughs> uh, it's really something. There's a bottleneck while I consider your proposal. <laughs> and, and they pretend that they're the same as us. And then they got one here from the United States. I, I said they say Afro Splat. Vice German. Yeah, Afro Latte. Afro Lat. Afro Lat. Afro Splat. It's. it's uh, this, this is what the whole planet has to look forward to. I mean, and we're knee-deep, we're neck-deep into it already. And some of you are just not catching on. Is there you a problem? White doctors are asked to pick up the tab for the rectal repair of dogs damaged by shrimpy nigger cocks that have been illegally inserted in them. question philosophers have long pondered without ever actually arriving at any solid answers. Could, could we have a poetic interlude here? This is one of the... A beautiful poems from uh, Afrolat website by George Soros. Life is a vacation for by nigger. <laughs> At birth we started a long vacation. Some vacation becomes too long. Some, there, T-H-E-R-E, duration very brief. Uh, here's my favorite line in the poem. Whether long or brief, we still vacate. <laughs> we still vacate indeed. Yeah. They do not vacate dog assholes, though. Yeah, Those that's right. That, 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 go in abandoned. Somebody would be doing a lot of vacating in South Africa. Yeah, well, I wonder what Except the population... Except those boy dogs bite back. Yeah, yeah I, wonder I wonder what the population figures are in these uh, Nigeria versus Latvia. I mean, Latvia... Like they're it's, massive it's, in Nigeria. Yeah, Latvians uh, are practically a, an endangered species, yeah. whereas They must Nigerians, have at least 80 million people in Nigeria. Nigerians, there's no... <laughs> No remote possibility that they're going to be dying off anytime soon. Yeah, it's like picking up a three-foot square of field stone, man, in Nigeria. Yeah, with like a median IQ of 65. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, remember that jet? Remember we did we discuss this on GoFi? I don't think we did. That Japanese researcher got in trouble. Ooh, he talked about the you know the problem that Africa's ne the reason Africa's never developed is the people are a bunch of fucking retards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I say something you're, you're bad. Up ancient stereotypes. What, what, what is wrong with what I say? Yeah, they uh, hit him with the anthropological uh, obtuse. You are way bringing of up at... ancient stereotypes. Yeah, that's what they said. But yeah, that's the simple fact. There's no, there's no, there's no nothing you can alleviate by supplying money. They've given truckloads of money to Africa. There, you give money to Africans, it gets you know spent. <laughs> That's about it. It doesn't result in any development. Well, I can't help but think that if I had $8.5 billion, I could find something better to do than to give some Nigerian niggers a few Jesus thousand bucks Christ, to make yes. a comical website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should, I should hope think so. differently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all part of uh, bringing light to the world, Shane, didn't you know? Yeah. What's that, uh, Tikkanolum? How do you say that? Improving the world, better living through uh, Judaism. Yeah, the Jews are repairing the world by breaking it, by fucking <laughs> it up. Good. They're making it better. They're fixing it. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're a wacky group. Well, here's a picture of George Bush with the rubber stamp man, and he's got on a big white orange. <laughs> <laughs> like, see that orange tie, Alex? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got you on my mind. A monkey present with a real monkey. <laughs> Could be more than a monkey, but isn't. Slap one of those rubber stamps on W's forehead. 
Kosher yeah, approved. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to visit Latvia as an American, you might just have to talk to Homeland Security first. According to a report out, a new law is supposed to come into effect beginning January 14, 2007. It requires people, uh, in fact, U.S. citizens, to get clearance to leave the USA. Or to come back. Or to come back, yeah. So there will be so-called no-fly lists. Mm-hmm. Um, for certain American citizens uh, mm-hmm. deemed terrorist threats, yeah. uh, t- a terrorist threat by the by Sheratov and, 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 and no judge has to issue it, and it flies in the face of every uh, Supreme Court ruling imaginable about the inalienable right of Americans to travel, and uh, it's one but one push button. Uh, one speaker nigger gets the message from a Jew or a Shabazz, and they push the button, and you can't leave or you can't come back. And when you tie this in with the Military Commissions Act of 2006, which was signed by W on October 17th, in which you can uh, be arrested for inflicting mental pain, and uh, you may not remain silent, and uh, you may not have a lawyer of your choice, they'll give you one. It's kind of like a souped-up version of what Matt Hale got. So uh, it's getting interesting. There's more controls or restrictions. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't say this. You can't go here. You know, the the Jews are are dictators. They're they're naturally totalitarian. That's reflected in their so-called religious code, the Talmud, where they have, you know, 614 commandments about what Jews could do. Well, they have even more for you. They want to know it. Every penny that you have is where every atom of your being is every every hour of the day. And they do that with video cameras and, and no-fly restrictions and banking controls. Is, is this what you signed up for, white man? It sure ain't what I signed up for. I don't want to live in this world Jews are creating. It's like Soros. I don't want to live in this world. I want to live in a civilized white world. Airports are already zoos. Uh, where you have to take your shoes off, they put a probe the here there. If they, you look funny, or even if you don't look funny, because look they, funny they, if you're white. The muddy people are giving the orders. What do you mean if you look funny? The whole airport looks funny. <laughs> right, and of course the whites are supposed to accept that because they know that the uh, people don't want to look like they're racially profiling the actually suspicious-looking people. So they're going to take you as a sacrifice. Uh, yeah, they're just humiliating people. I mean, take your shoes. Well, I don't take my fucking shoes off. Fuck you, you know? Take your like, shoes off. It's not so- helping any, solve any terrorism. These are the fuckers controlling the stuff anyway. I mean, it's it's all these Mossad companies that are controlling the security at these airports in the first place. They're the ones who let them through. The government obviously stood down the planes on 911. You know, it's just to it's just to humiliate you. Yeah, I mean, who's checking these cargo planes flying in on on on? No, it's, it's just it's it's all bullshit for show. That that's well, the what problem. about the containers in Long Beach? They're coming in there by the thousands, tens of thousands from China. Oh, are those ports even owned by Americans? No, they're owned they're owned or they're leased for a hell of a long time by Chinese. It's like the the Panama Canal. Yeah, Is so that wise? You know, that they run a radioactive detector out there and run it over a few containers, but as far as no fly, if you're talking against Jews, they just push the button. Don't let him in, don't let him out. Yeah, they did. remember they did that to David Irving. He They had a coordinated campaign to prevent him entry to, like, Australia and come up, and Canada, too, so he'd be turned back at the border. 
and you know, I guess I could have this for everybody. This is this a proposed regulation, or is it actual law, or what's the status of it? No, as I get it, isn't right. It's just it's an administrative rule, and it's going to take effect uh, less than two months from when we record right now. Right now, it's late November. So this is their implementation of something that Congress has allowed them to do. Yeah, That's it's just kind of a. Yeah, it's just like a a further escalation of the Patriot Act. The DHS yeah. can do. And that's not Department of Human Services. That's Department of Homeland Security. Rabbi Shertoff, they they can do a lot. Yeah, they well, fo- wide range. Yeah. yeah, well, following on the heels of 9/11, mm-hmm. uh, they created no-fly lists. Of course, that only affected specific people. For example, Robert Mueller uh, was on the list, and if you happen to be named Robert Mueller, uh, all of a sudden, uh, you yeah. Didn't you were detained for questioning. Um, that's happened. In fact, I've heard podcasts of uh, guys who, who were detained, missed their flights and everything else because they had to prove they weren't the guy that weren't that Robert Mueller. So I guess this is now a way of alleviating that type of uh, mishap is just requiring everyone who wants to leave the country to apply in advance for the permission to do so. That's not that's not the Mueller FBI director, is it? I guess his first name isn't Robert, is it? That's the one that used to give the speeches before the ADL. My good friend Abe, so nice to be here with Abe Foxman. That's right on the FBI's website. Yeah, and with habeas, these these doing away with the habeas corpus, I don't even know if they would have to tell you why you're on the no-fly list. Well, they don't have to tell you anything. They just pick you up, and they frighten you. Just like Solzhenitsyn wrote, they come in the middle of the night. Even his book can't even get published here in the West in English, 200 years mm-hmm. together, about Jews. Not even fucking published yet. New York, uh, uh, Nobel laureate. And he, he could smuggle the gulag out under Soviet rule, but he can't get 200 years together out into New York City. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but they say here, but wait, you can't get on because you don't have permission from... HSA, uh, mm-hmm. Saudi immigration officials are on hand to escort you to a squalid detention center where mm-hmm. you and others are now effectively stateless persons are detained potentially indefinitely until their immigration status is sorted out. Yeah. So you need permission to leave and to enter. Yeah. You know? and meanwhile, W flies around to meet this rubber stamp nigger with 200 Secret Service agents in a in a, a second 747, all tote newsies. Isn't that hilarious? So that, that should be a cartoon series on TV, man. Bush flying around with his 200 extra secrets. <laughs> it's really quite yeah. something. Country's a mess. If you want to clean it up, join us here at Goy Fire and go VNN. Yeah. Get in touch. Or just, just, or just shut up do. and let us get picked up, fuckers. And see, see how soon they, they escalate it to you. How pleasant it gets. You know, it might be a five-year wait, might be 10, might be 20. What do you care? It's only your kids. That's their problem, right? Yeah, you, your kids are going to have to live in this world where niggers are in, nigger, dog-fucking niggers are empowered over you, like a rat running over your head on a telephone wire. The down is up, the, the shit's on top, and the, and the Jews are the ones who put yeah. it there. Well, probably by then, Alex, the high-class whites will be marrying into uh, spick Indian families instead of niggers. Like yeah, <laughs> we're gonna marry into the Spick Indian clan. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, you know, the mess that was the Soviet Union uh, is apparently re 
uh, rebirthing itself uh, in the U.S. and uh, I mean, in the, in the it, EU too. Yeah, yeah. So what? What? How long did? I mean, the Soviet Union, as insane as it was, <laughs> did last uh, fifty years. Seventy years. Yeah, seventy. Nineteen seventeen to nineteen eighty-nine. And even right. after 1989, I mean, has Russia really under, undergone a, a thorough uh, restructuring? I don't know. After that long time, uh, you know, it's a it's hard to tell. I, I think something fundamental changed, but you know, there's there's still the it always breaks down as the Jew versus the Aryan, and the Jews still have a lot of power, but Putin clearly took some of their power back when he he threw uh, uh, Khodorkovsky in jail. Right, and he's fought some of these the Jewish oligarchs. Um, now, sometimes you'll see oligarch in the media. You won't see Jew very often, but that's who it is: the Jewish billionaires who strip Russia of her natural resources. And, and Putin's fighting back against that to Israel, some extent. He got away. He got away with yeah, and these billion. these guys are they they recognize what's going on in the U.S. The U.S. has tried to encircle Russia, and uh, they're fighting back. So Russia and China are the ones to watch for uh, resistance to the American hegemon. Hegemon. And uh, we we represent internal uh, true Americanism. America was founded by Aryans, and not this this Jewish power elite that has co-opted our country and taken over our media. They don't represent America. Join with us, whatever capacity you can. How many white countries are left in the world? There are the three Baltic states and Belarusia and Iceland and uh, a few others. Diversity only applies to white areas. You never hear about a colored area that needs to diversify. Diversity is enriching us. Yeah. Adding Mexicans doesn't enrich something. It, it and fucks it up. That's what it does. It stupidates it. It, it and it's, and violence it. It makes it more violent. It makes it dumber. It makes it just uglier, louder, crasser, worse in every possible way. Diversity is not a good thing. If it were, they wouldn't need to claim that it is. It would be self-evident. Yeah, Sovereignty and territorial imperative is fine for the Chinese and Filipinos and Koreans and Japanese. And Israelis is Jews yeah, in Israel. Especially Israelis. Okay. Yeah, they, they, have, they can build a wall, top. but they can build a wall, but not us. No, we have to have diversity. An open society, yes. As yeah, it's Soros real open. Like when everybody uses the exact same words to describe the same thing falsely. Holocaust denier, hater. There's an orthodoxy, and those who depart from it are heretics, and they should be burned at the stake, even if what they're advocating is nothing more than the simple interests of the people who founded the country and their descendants, their posterity that the Constitution was set to protect. Well, we represent that thread. We are the ones looking out for white posterity for our own kids and for your kids. So join with us in whatever capacity. What was that funny thing Edgar Seale tells about his friend uh, Al? He said, in all of the countries in Europe, which would eventually be German-occupied before World War II, there were 2.4 million Jews. And after the war, 3.6 million Jews, I think it was, applied for reparations. And he says, tragically, <laughs> 6 million were lost. <laughs> Jewish math. It's the new, new math. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Auschwitz exactly changed. right. Yeah, it went from, what, four million to a million and a half, and unfortunately sure, they never the... subtracted it from the six million. Yeah, Auschwitz was the main course, and they take the stake yeah. out, and, you know, yeah. there, there ain't much left, really. Yeah, if you point you out the, the one and a half or two million difference, 
you go to jail and do not collect $200. Oh, Craig, as you know, it's all a gigantic scam. What happened was all the Jews uh, emigrated, and they went to the Soviet Union. A hell of a lot of them came to the U.S. They went to Sweden, yeah. Spain, whatever. Sweden. Yeah. There were never six million Jews under Hitler's control. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's a way for Jewish mafia to make money out of the white man in, in uh, primarily Germany and America. And it inflict guilt on him and, it is, and train his kids to hate themselves in school, where the Holocaust is practically a... A self-standing subject, or it's certainly it is. covered it's in English and history. it's a state religion, as people have said, and it's a cult. It's a sicko cult where we're supposed to worship the Jews as these heroes. Bullshit! The Jews are evil. The Jews are the one trying to drive our race into the dust. I, I think it's a takeoff on on, on Christianity. They, they realized how much uh, how popular that was with, with uh, whites. I mean, originally they came over here to Europe and wiped, wiped out the pagans, the Teutonic Knights. And I think the same way it's a big death cult with a Jew on a stick, I think they just ratcheted it up and said, hey, this, this, this has traction with white people. Well, it's, it's a way for them to, that's right. That's right. It's a way for them to take advantage of white Aryan gullibility and mm -hmm. taking things at face value. They know that these suckers will believe what they say because they, it's a big lie. They can't believe anybody could make some. How how could you make it? it was on TV? How could it be true? They put it in the papers. Everybody talks about the whole. It happened. They movies. couldn't make something like that. Well, they sure as hell can make it up. They the sure as hell did make it up. What if every? What if the thing you were most sure about wasn't true? You have to doubt things. You have to be skeptical. You can't be gullible and take things at face value when someone has a literally hundreds of billions of dollars of interest. In lying to you about it, and then, I mean, and they made the huge amounts of money off the Holocaust. You could possibly have? You could, how could anybody doubt that? It's all over the TV. Yeah, the, the Holocaust is used to sustain things like this attack on Iraq, so that it doesn't happen again. And they, and how many dollars have been expended in that futile effort? Two, two trillion or something? I don't know what it is. It's some incredible amount of money has been spent attacking Iraq, killing Iraqis. Yeah. And, you know, that's that, too, however attenuated, is in the name of the Holocaust. So you pay for this any number of different ways. We're saying don't feel guilty. If you, if you want to feel guilty and hate yourself, then you're not the type of person we're looking for. We're looking for the people who want to save themselves and their race and protect a future for their people and their posterity, apart from this Jewish lies and the Jewish bullshit and the destruction of our country. Somehow. entailed by the rule. So somehow Europeans in general, I think, understand this Jewish world war that Bush is involved in and what it represents and what it, as a threat to the whole planet. Because they're not, they're not going to stop here. They're on to Iran. And uh, I, I hope that, uh, look, Goyfire is real popular with Europeans. I'm not exactly sure why, but it's probably because Alex, but uh, it's because we Well, it's we probably because they can't, they can't. They, this show would be illegal in most of Europe. Yeah, there is that element, exactly. We're just discussing what's going on in Europe from the white point of view and saying, hey, you guys are under a dictatorship where you can't speak the truth about stuff that's really, really important. Yeah, there is that element. You know? Like but, they say, you don't have freedom of speech so you can exchange, you know, strawberry shortcake recipes. <laughs> you have it so you can say things that maybe people don't want to hear. You know, journalism is what the Jews don't want known. You know, someone said journalism is what people don't want. Yeah, that's good, but even better, even more precise, journalism is what Jews don't want known, and that's what they seek to outlaw, these hate restrictions. They've had a lot of success in Europe, but on the planet, please try to think in planetary terms, Europeans, not just your own nation's uh, ethnic you know, nationalism or, or 
your own nation's nationalism. It's not about that. We're besought or beset upon and beleaguered on the whole planet now, and it's uh, as Alex was saying, and because of media, the power of media. Yeah, and there is really nowhere to run, as we see no. here with Afrolat. No. There you, you you go from the frying pan and frying pan into the fire. Uh, they it's a global attack. We're probably just a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, they've been working on us for quite some time. In fact, we were while they were mostly Soviet at the time. They their primary attack was on the West and especially the U.S. So they were you know agitating for civil rights and and whatnot mm -hmm. way back when. When when the other smaller European Western countries were overlooked as insignificant, mm -hmm. and now with this EU thing, it's a real uh, evil federalism, just like in the U.S. The founding fathers were very afraid of the federal system. That uh, they tried to set in place strictures against it to control it, and now it's just a big international monster being used essentially at the service of Israel. Well, we are through the topic, so cl closing statements, anyone? Uh, don't really have much to say, but see us at uh, vnnforum.com, govnn.com. You can post your stuff, see local stuff, kirksvilletoday.com. If you're a Kirksville listener, you're at Truman State. I'm starting to write some letters of the paper, and uh, you can you can sound off on, uh, on our board. And we had a little interchange on crime, and a couple of VNN readers really, really smacked down some weak arguments put up by someone I think was over at the college in response to the, the Hannah thread. <laughs> and some You see some of the extreme wackiness. The ideas that uh, that they're taught over at the college, but uh, yeah, and of course, goyfire.com too. And uh, this is 44, and we'll be recording 44 more at least. Thanks for listening, and look for Free Talk Live also. Please, please download these movies on Google. One third of the Holocaust and 911 mysteries. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay subscribed to our feed. Uh, we always like to hear back from Or guest suggestions. And, uh, yeah, you send us stuff and we'll talk about it on the air. We get a good letter from someone uh, describing. <clears throat> if you have any original videotape of, of a nigger trying to fuck a dog, we would like that. <laughs> Put that on BNN. Yeah. <laughs> can, can our homies send it in, too? Is that okay? If it's a home video? If, even if you're a homie, you can send it in. I, I don't care about the provenance. <laughs> We're interested in the uh, in the frames, just the frames. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Till next time, America, this is Aegis wishing you the best of goodbyes.